0: Journey now to Summerfield, nestling like a pearl in the golden setting of the autumn countryside. I put a spell on you, and now you're. They did the monster man. The monster man. (laughs) People.
1: <laughs> Ooh, it's
0: a late night. It's a late night podcast for you folks out there.
1: Late night.
0: It's, it's, it's why we sound a little a little tired. We're all a little exhausted. Because <laughs> we're, we're doing it. In doing. The mid-night <laughs> hour, <'Cause> baby, <laughs> we're doing we're doing it in the midnight hour. We're actually joined today by jeremy he's made it he made it the third member made it
2: i finally made it and i'll tell you what guys i'm sorry i haven't been here but it feels so good to be back on the especially since well, that we're... crisp cold feelings out in the air
1: over here in va it's, yeah. here. it's here
0: it's actually hitting us too we're, we're starting to get a little bit of that love yeah yeah it's been cooling off i would say I our
1: fans to... don't know who you
0: are The
1: Europeans over there. Those are Europeans, yeah. Those are yeah. Europeans. The we ones a that put the that. on their bagels. They don't. Okay, that was that was another
0: two episodes <laughs> ago. That was two episodes ago. <laughs> oh, man. Well, today today's episode is going to be really interesting, or I should say tonight, because we're going to upload this pretty much immediately after recording it, um, so that's going to be something a little different. I don't think we've ever done anything like that before. I think I need to uh, cue a little bit of the ambience.
1: Yeah, we missed our um, normal... Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can you point me to nine and three quarters?
0: Oh, no. <laughs> that was
2: horrible. I was going to say, our Europeans won't like that
0: one. <laughs> no. No, to all of our UK listeners, I apologize. <laughs> on behalf of, I don't know which one of you said that. <laughs> Can you tell me what Khan Swabble Alley is?
2: Oh, no. It's not the returning one, I'll tell you that. Oh, well, watch man. out for
1: the bubonic plague. <laughs> no. you are got a spell for that, Hagrid.
0: No. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I was going <laughs> to... I was going to start this episode off by doing something a little interesting, uh, since our subject today is going to be witches. Maybe some wizards? I don't know. Witches? Wizards? Wizards? Wizards. (laughs) Yo, wizard, Dooley. (laughs) Uh, Warlocks?
1: Wiccans? Um, Jeremy, any other names for them? I mean,
2: you, you guys pretty much named them all. Yes, yeah, you, you're,
0: you're our in-house specialist here yeah i wanted to uh so i you know pretty much as far back as I can remember people were always talking about oh what house do you belong to i never took that test i never did it I, mm-hmm. and i'm gonna do it live no wait here weren't
1: you recently air. becoming a, a harry potter fan
0: uh yeah so Oddly enough, as weird as it is, I just started watching the movies a year ago, and the reason why, it wasn't because I, I hated them or anything, um, I just never f- could truly get into another franchise, because I love Lord of the Rings and Star Wars to no end, and I was like, man, do I really need another one? Do I really need another fandom to get into? Right. Little did I know the answer was yes. Yes.
1: Wait yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, before before anybody that's listening out there decides that they're going to turn this 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 off or turn it down or whatever. This is not a full episode on nothing but Harry Potter. We're covering all the bases of wizarding oh, yeah. witches, yeah. warlocks, wiccans, which is the reason that Jeremy is our in
0: house specialist today. Yeah. Yeah. No, so. He's got the Bible and everything. so yeah, which we're, we're is gonna,
2: Bible right in front of me.
0: I believe we're going to talk about some spells today, too. Is that correct?
2: I mean, yeah. Whatever y'all want to uh, talk yeah. about, i got right. it. Oh, yeah. yeah,
0: we're going to be diving into it. Um, he's
1: got his Eye of Newton, pickled Picker, and his Pistol <laughs> and Mortar, and he's <laughs> crushing it up.
2: The last one I have, <laughs> but... <laughs> got my pestle and Mortar. Even even I got know. some crystals beside me, but that's about... Not yeah. <laughs> No pickle oh, pickers so, so, I thought we couldn't say that ask. on here, but
0: <laughs> I, I thought we couldn't either. But I guess I guess it's happening. Um, I have to ask, uh, Jeremy, you have already taken this test. Um, what did you score? What what did you what did you get, if you will?
2: Indeed, I have. So anybody that has taken this test, you know, first it sends you into your house, and then you have an option to do a wand and a Patronus. Um, but to just go ahead And cut it straight to the point I did take the test It it asks you an amount of quick questions That you gotta answer in a probably about 7 seconds And It determines your house that way And I am a Ravenclaw
0: It looks like I'm starting it off By answering the question Which do I prefer, dusk or dawn? I gotta go dusk mm. I gotta go dusk It says, late at night walking alone down a street You hear a Peculiar cry that you believe has a magical source. What do I don't you know. Do? Is that Harry's
1: fat cousin getting attacked
0: by the dementors in the uh, tunnel? Yeah, it probably is. Oh, I got several different options here.
1: He's got his big chain on know.
0: and his jersey. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a soccer <laughs> hooligan. <laughs> like was that? The, was that the point? Oi! <laughs> Oi! Let's see here. Um... I'm just, I'm just gonna pump through this test. I'm curious. Now I'm it's just thinking weird. about uh, the soccer hooligans from Euro trip. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, uh, my pet, I think my pet might very well be a cat. Now be careful what you score cats. on this test. You probably
1: won't go to Hogwarts. You will probably end I, up going to Manchester <laughs> United. <laughs> That's
0: the goal, man. That's the goal. I'm gonna go with a maybe a. I'll go with a tabby. A tabby cat, okay. Oh, which are the following? Jeremy was the tabby cat once that
1: (laughs) didn't (laughs) end well.
0: No. My bad. (laughs) Oh, no. She was a wicked bitch.
2: Oh, no. Make it more episode friendly.
0: Oh, no. Uh, Okay. Okay, Jesus! Nobody told me this quiz was this long.
1: <laughs> it's a doozy. You know what? As we're going on, maybe you can take it and then you give us your answer.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, okay. dang, this, just, okay. Let's just keep pumping well, through. I thought you was gonna be quick.
1: Being a Ravenclaw, right? And you had a a, a stiff wand with a huh, heart string of a tiger.
2: Not a, st- not a stiff one. It's a, it's a cedar wood that's with a dragon heart string core, twelve and a half inches, and slightly springy flexibility. <laughs>
0: It's just funny to me that the size is so important that they have to detail it out. It's it does like, matter um, because is, is you, is how are mind? you going to hide that thing in your pocket?
1: <sighs> that's not where it goes. <sighs> Mr. Potter, is but that will... your. Just happy to see me.
2: <sighs> I, I will say to anybody also that's listening, and I don't know if we'll cover it like you taking it on the podcast chat because it's another longer question one, but the Patronus is a very fun one to take on here, and I got the Blackbird. <sighs>
0: I'll have to do that one at another mm. time. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Apparently, the sorting hat is Light ready to brain? make its I decision. I don't know. Oh okay. oh, okay. Oh, Here we go. Moment of truth.
2: Come to Raven.
0: Um, Hufflepuff. Apparently. Oh, okay. Um, mm. Whatever the fuck that means. So. <laughs> well, Honorable the, people. The Hufflepuff, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, they were
1: the brains, right? Mm.
2: I think actually Ravenclaw is. I think like, you are
0: wrong, sir. Hey, just Looks because like I'm not the
2: brains doesn't
0: mean anything. I fit into the demo of Newt Scamander, Cedric, and uh, I don't know this other lady. She, she, I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know that character at all. I'm still new to this. There's a lot of yeah. "Ride or Die" Hufflepuff people. Yeah. Uh, so Hufflepuff... There, do, do they treat it, Do they treat it like the fast franchise? Oh, nah. <laughs> it's not. It's not family. <laughs> Uh, no,
1: okay, so the best way to explain it is, you know, the, the Disney adults, how they will go to Disney World like once a year, and they, you know, they make sure that they buy the ears, and they've, oh, yeah, they're watching, yeah. okay, so it, it, people treat it like that, they are very much invested into the Harry Potter world, which I, I'm in love with the franchise, but I can I, get behind that. I don't go once a year, mainly because my pockets aren't deep enough.
0: Uh, <laughs> you gotta have deep pockets to live in Rowling's world, because she geez, would stroke most of her so life. Yeah. <laughs> And as
2: far as... No, that's uh,
0: awful, I, I think.
2: Oh, I was, was just, horrible. No, my bad, I was just gonna say, as far as a Hufflepuff, according to this, you are patient, fair, hard-working, and blandly nice.
0: I disagree. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> so... Hufflepuff for
1: Chad, uh, Ravenclaw for Jeremy. Uh, when I took the test, I was Gryffindor. I thought you were <laughs> like a mm-hmm. Weasley baby. Uh, <laughs> um, minus the ginger hair. I can tell you that I do remember what my Patronus was. Uh, I might not have a twelve-inch oak wand, but cedar. <laughs> See your wand, but I'm I. am too
0: immature to fit in this world. <laughs> I,
1: can't I was definitely uh, my Patronus was a mongoose.
0: That's pretty cool, actually. Little
1: sucker. Uh, well, I'll yeah, Riki Tiki that. Tavi, but you know what that means? <laughs> <laughs> that what? they they I kill. Yeah, mom. you don't know Riki Tiki Tavi?
0: Do, bro? No,
1: <laughs> they they oh, kill snakes. Or did he? Or oh. am I no, that's dog? no, that's Hickory Dickory Dog Rikki Ticky Tavi, the mongoose that saved <laughs> his family from the uh, the hooded cobra. They kill snakes, boys. Saved oh, apparently I, I got a Patronus already. So I, okay, I yeah. So this. the mongoose. What I was saying is that uh, I, I kill Slytherin. Okay. Well, hold
2: on. Before we move on, then what's your Patronus?
0: Serpent tongues. Well, I thought it was going to load up. It's just telling me what it is. I already know what it is. Yeah, I don't think you, I have to take a quiz for this one.
2: Uh, You might not have to anymore. I know when it first started, you did.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> they, 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 they're killing me with this. Anyway, while we wait... <laughs> Justin, I know you had some questions. Yes, 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 ask yes. So, away.
1: Um, as we said, this episode is going to be witches, warlocks, not just Harry Potter. Uh, Wicca. Is something that I really wanted to hone in here on the very beginning, the top end of this story. If anybody was curious and you wanted to find out more about it, if you are somebody that believes that Wicca is satanic, if you are somebody that thinks that um, they are blaspheming devil worshipers, or if you don't believe in it at all, that's kind of what I wanted to dip in here. And uh, Jeremy is also going to be at the defense. But our first topic is going to be what has Wicca or witches contributed to, uh, to Sam Hain? What do they have to do with the actual holiday of Halloween from the beginning?
2: Okay, yeah, and as far as that goes, um, I would just like to make a quick statement <clears throat> to anybody yeah, that does. As soon as they hear Wicca, witchcraft, or anything like that, um, there are just like with any other religion, there are multiple different studies and practices of it. There are satanic witches, but don't automatically think that that is the thing to jump into with it because it is not. Most of us are just people who find a study and practice of the earth and the earth's natural powers and reincarnation. But with that being said, um, Sam Hain is one of the let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six
1: To my understanding uh, the is...
2: eight holidays.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going yeah, to say.
2: Yeah, the eight Sabbaths for Witches. And Sam Hain is pretty much it's it's kinda like that celebration of when everything is dying within the earth, so it's it's dying, but it's not gone. It's it's pretty much um, a dark it's a dark dominant holiday, to where also known as a festival of fires, to where you really just celebrate the loss of the people that you have you know have died the previous year. It is a, a celebration of welcoming in the harvest is the main thing of it. So, okay.
1: so that that really goes with what Chad and I talked about on our original, the first episode, actually, if I'm not mistaken, Chad, when yeah. we were mm-hmm. talking about um, where Halloween actually came from and how we turned it into what we have today. That yeah. Samhain is a a Pagus, uh, excuse me, a pagan religious festival originating from uh, ancient Celtic tradition. Uh, that there are even some Neolithic tombs in Ireland that are aligned with the sunrise at the time of Samhain. That's how deeply that they uh, believed and celebrated in this holiday. And it it had to do with the ending of harvest season and everything dying out. So it was the end of everything that was alive and dying out. Is is that aligned with what you...
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So it's pretty much, if you go as far back as when it started, it is the Celtic winter. That's pretty much when the Celtic winter begins. It's the dark counterpoint of May Eve, which is what greets in summer, brings everything in as far as greenery of summer and life with the sun. So this is more of welcoming the sleeping part of the earth, the dark and winter side of the earth, um, but mainly is focused around bringing in a plentiful harvest, And uh, like I said, it's one of the festival of fires to just really celebrate with loved ones and celebrate the dead as well, which is possibly where Dia de los Muertos kind of relates to. But then again, there's two sides of the earth. I'm not going to be certain on that one.
1: But yeah, it goes it goes a little bit deeper uh, to what. Chad and I had dug into um, a little bit further down the line with El Dia de los Muertos. I mean, they've got um, some similarities in there, uh, but as far as Samhain itself goes, uh, everything that him and I had read and uh, talked about was that Samhain was one of, if not the most significant of their uh, festivals, their fire
0: festivals.
2: Yeah. So. Th- I don't know whether you want to consider it to Christmas or New Year's Eve, but me personally, I like to say, think of it as New Year's Eve. It's it's pretty much with that time of the year where we're starting over because the year's dying down. Everything's dying around you. You're bringing in a plentiful harvest, preserving meat. Um, again, this goes off of old way of living, uh, breeding stock, all that. So that's yeah. really what it dives into.
1: Well, something that... Uh, we had tapped into that kind of relates to, or eventually became, the lighting of pumpkins to keep away evil spirits, because it wasn't started out that way. Uh, the big the big fire festival, the bonfire that the Samhain, um, that was happening on Samhain that the Celts were celebrating... One interesting thing that Chad and I had found out is that during this bonfire, as it was going out, what they would do is after celebrating and they were heading back to their homes, participants would take a flame from this big communal bonfire that they had back to their home and relight the fire in their hearth with it, uh, kind of bringing it back to the home, uh, hoping for a good next part of The season
2: yeah and it's also right around the time um it's a little bit after whenever so if you go by um, strictly off of a calendar base for witches and wicca it is right after the time of uh, mating season which they all go by the um the cycles of the moon and as the earth starts dying down and you know winter starts coming in for people who know you know just regular seasons um but it's just like i said it's really one of those things that it's a best way to describe it um which is that's what i'm looking at here is a feast of the dead bringing in forth uh the dying side of the seasons and not getting really sad or insignificant about it just embracing it because with life comes death and that's a big part of the Wiccan culture. Which is represented within
1: okay. the earth. Chad, did you uh have anything that you would like to touch on with Wicca ask? I,
0: I mean no, it's 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 actually really interesting. It's getting deep. Um <laughs> oh so, uh, what? What was that?
1: Oh no, I was just gonna say that um also in relation to Sam Hain and Jeremy can tell me if this is something that he knows of as well, but uh, we obviously know that during Halloween, <sighs> monsters are celebrated, and it's usually our fictitious monsters that were made up over time. But this is not something that was estranged to the Celts. They also believed in monsters, but not the kinds that you believed. They they believed in uh, quote-unquote monsters or evil spirits during this time of Sam Hain. one of the big ones that I keep reading about over and over is that they were afraid of fairies uh, that fairies That's. would kidnap them and I don't think that it's like tiny fairies I don't think that that was kind of what they thought maybe I'm wrong, maybe I don't know I know that the other uh, big time Uh, spirit that they were afraid of was the lady gwen a headless woman dressed in white who was chase's night wonders and she was all usually accompanied by a black pig so
2: Hmm. as far as um the fairies the closest thing i can give to you with that is the puka which um yeah impish
1: type creatures kind of
2: Yeah, so they considered them kind of like hobgoblins, pretty much. Uh, All crops had to be gathered by the 31st of October, which, of course, Halloween, Samhain, and uh, anything still unharvested unharvested, was abandoned, and the puka, a nocturnal shape-changing hobgoblin who delighted in tormenting Mm -hmm. humans, was believed to spend Samhain night destroying or um, contaminating whatever remained as far as the crops. His favorite disguise was that of an ugly black horse. So that was one big thing that they feared.
0: Mm-hmm. What is the difference between a goblin and a hobgoblin? Is uh, it just another word for goblin?
1: Well, no, hobgoblin would be more... it'd be a, a smaller version. Think of like a imp from yeah. like... A, like Magic like the Gathering. Or. Elder Scrolls or, yeah, like oh, okay. the smaller versions. Um, something also that's interesting, and I know that you're probably going to touch on the Lady Gwen since I did bring her up, the Headless Woman. Um, but... Something else that struck my interest here is that sometimes they also believed in headless men on horses who would carry their heads riding a flame-eyed horse. Now, what does that
0: sound like to you guys? Well, I mean obviously you want to you want to touch on the obvious there. <laughs> we're, we're talking Sleepy Hollow.
2: Oh yeah. Cuz once you cross and that bridge, path. my friend.
1: I mean he had to get it from somewhere. But uh the Lady Gwen.
2: So um I mean I'll be 100% honest with you as far as the Lady Gwen, that's not something that me personally as far as a legend I'm too familiar with. Um mm-hmm. I do know that as far as Sam Samhain goes, it is a part of a Celtic religion and a spiritual, yeah. like it's part of the whole spiritual customs and something that they definitely do believe in deeply. Um, but as far as being able to get in depth with it, that's not something I could actually do.
1: Well, that is, that's not a, that's not an issue. Um, I mean, that's exactly it. Those are the only two monsters minus the, uh, the headless men on the horses that are really spoke of is the puka which you had spoke about, the impish, fairy-like creatures, which they were apparently terrified that they would basically come and kidnap people in the night, uh, which is why they wanted to have the hearth lit from the fire where they were trying to uh, worship and celebrate around. Um, and then the Lady Gwen is the other one that's mentioned. and as Jack or Stingy Jack.
2: Yeah, yeah. Is it Stingy? Would it be stingy? Stingy, maybe that's where the uh, carving of the pumpkin came from. Yes,
0: yeah, a little bit further down, a little bit further is that down the, the line. That's where the term jack o' lantern comes from, I'm yeah. assuming.
2: Which originally was turnip carving instead oh, of a pumpkin. Can oh, yeah. you imagine yeah, well, the we, creepy we, we ass talked, yeah. faces <laughs> in turnips? <laughs>
0: we talked about that a little bit. Oh yeah, by the way, Patronus is West Highland Terrier. So you <laughs> what? Yeah.
2: You got one that I've never heard anyone get. That's never in cool.
0: my life. Yeah. That's a, a it's a dog <laughs> yeah. of some sort. Um
2: uh, we'll do the dog. No.
1: Do wow! Dirty, <laughs> dirty dog. Bow wow. Bow wow. But yeah, uh Lady the Gwen uh the Lady Gwen, uh, accompanied by the black pig. I mean, I've gotta admit those would be terrifying in their own right. Forget the vampires and
0: the witches and the Frankensteins, the mummies, yeah, the I, ghosts. <laughs> I, don't. I ain't about to do that. That's like you know what it makes me think of? Uh, that scene from it. I don't remember if it's chapter one or two. Um, but the headless. Uh, Ooh,
2: the headless. Uh, you know what I mean? the, the headless scene,
0: the egg carrier. Yeah yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what my mind gravitates towards, and I'm like, <laughs> no. Which, no,
1: <laughs> this whole the fairy thing is kind of mind-blowing to me because and this is something that i'm going to reference again on our next uh, most haunted places in america episode people go watch paranormal caught on camera there's some weird stuff but there was oh, a yeah. specific episode in england actually where they catch and i'm not shitting you it is a fairy on camera there's little kids and they're over there looking at it. And the the, the dad, that it's, it's in a park. He runs up with his camera, and it's a body attached to like butterfly wings. And it, I swear to God, it smacks. It, it's sitting there hovering in front of him, and then it flies toward the camera and smacks the camera. And he backs up, and it's still hovering in front of him, and then it takes off into the bushes. I. I mean, still believe so me or not? Me to believe it's, it's still
0: so hard. <laughs> I
1: mean, I, I want d- to. How believe. could you fake it? How could you fake <sighs> it? Especially with the little kids <sighs> going,
0: "What is it?" There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good CGI out. There.
1: I don't believe that they've got that. And no offense, UK, but I don't believe that your kid actors are that good. They, they were crying. They said, the "What is it?" Well, there goes some listeners.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, there <laughs> goes our fan base.
1: No, it depends. Most Damn. of our fan
0: base was in what Scotland. Uh, I believe so.
1: Or Ireland? Well, the oh, Ireland, well, are, the
0: UK was second. So yeah,
1: to those listeners. Well, the Scottish and the Irish do not like the British, if I'm not mistaken. Didn't they take your land? Let's start a revolution.
2: <laughs> well, then again, people. Oh my we, God. we are Americans. Forgive us. Uh.
1: You, know, you know what I'm talking about. We're talking <laughs> about stupidity. baby. We're talking the stupidity about stupidity. Has never
0: left us. I know with
2: fairies specifically, I know that's a big thing within Nordic paganism culture.
1: It's all over Europe, so you can't tell me that all of those people were wrong.
2: Oh yeah. A lot of Nordics believed that fairies traveled down from their realm through rainbows. And that's why they did not like rainbows.
0: Like a leprechaun? Uh, That's something I've always wondered. How do leprechauns travel? I know it's not relevant but Do they just, like, fall out of the rainbow? Like, what's going on there? <laughs> They're gold. No, I don't know. They live in
1: stumps that lead into underground caverns.
0: Yeah, you've seen Leprechaun, too. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah that's what it reminded <laughs> me of. I think it was the second one. Anyway, uh, Jeremy, I, I do have a question uh, that relates back to our subject matter. What's with the representation of candles?
2: Um, that's funny you actually say that and that's a book that I wish I would have pulled out uh, to dive into a little bit deeper but candle magic is actually something that I have done myself. It is something that is a lot more powerful because it is it's, it's a presence and an embodiment of its own. It's actually something there that you have to touch normally with candle magic. You have to carve something within the candle. You light the candle. You'll say whatever kind of uh, appraisal that the spell causes for um or sometimes not even have to say it just think it and repeat it in your mind multiple times but once the flame is lit from that that's where all um no pun intended but that's where the magic begins uh
1: manifest it chad you can manifest
2: yes so that's i mean that's a big part of witchcraft um uh, it's for one, it's definitely believing, but it's manifesting the energy of the earth around you. Therefore, the pinnacle, the earth, all the points of the pinnacle, earth, wind, water, fire, and the middle being the spirit. Which, no, let didn't. me
1: make a quick comment. Sorry, I did not want to interrupt oh, you, no, Chad, no, you're but okay. this you're is fine. something you're that uh, struck me. Everybody out there, and we know that this was happening during 2020, probably not so much now, but everybody was using that uh app. And yes. they were all talking about manifesting. You hop on TikTok and you talk about. You hear people manifest this, manifest that, manifest this, manifest that. I would say that most of those people probably are some people that do not believe in magic, or they believe that some of that stuff is probably dark magic and satanic. Well, guess what, people? Manifesting is wicca. It's magic. You're believing in magic. You're entrusting your your future into magic
0: when you manifest just keep that in mind well i've always been a firm believer in soothsaying um Mm -hmm. i felt like my my father was someone that could speak things into existence without even trying mostly as a joke uh but then the next thing you know it turned out to happen um i've done that a few times once again just joking around and then bam it happens sometimes a little sooner rather than later um so I'm a firm believer in, in the whole soothsaying yep. ordeal, of speaking things into existence. Right, which in turn, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Jeremy, this this spawns
1: from uh, the Celts. It responds from the Wicca religion. Uh, there's a lot that we take from them in day-to-day stuff that nobody pays attention to. I'm not talking about Christmas, and I'm not talking about Halloween. I'm talking about sayings. I'm talking about superstitions, the black cats, the... Everything, there's so much. Really look into it, guys. Everybody that's out there listening. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, t- to continue my question though, uh, I was I was curious about the candle magic. Does it? Is it like a specific? A specific candle? Like is, it, is it, Like how does that work?
2: So it's best if you can make the candles by hand yourself, which isn't too hard. People, I know some people are like, "Well, that's going to take forever." No. It's actually pretty simple we made our own candles before anyway um, but no it's it's that's one part of it but you don't necessarily have to do that you can as long as they're straight colored candles art. um I do have a batch of candles myself that I'd ordered from uh, a Wicca store online and pretty much depending on the color so for instance I will give my best example I had a um, sick family member a while back And uh, so the spell that I had looked at, um, the family member was pretty sick. They said it could take up to two weeks before they really kind of get their cognitivity back, their memory and all that. And um, that night I had, the spell was you carve their name into the candle. There's a few words that you say. Again, I won't give everything out over here because it's too long, but... Um, you let the candle burn out beside an area where either they sleep at or something that means something very important to them and it's supposed to improve their health and what took two weeks actually became just the very next day they uh, had their memory back they were able to talk instead of talking out of their head again so me personally to anybody listening you might be a doubter but i personally believe that the candle magic worked but with each spell you do it requires a different color with that being said for instance a money spells usually a green candle because green represents greed so on and so forth
0: hmm. that's interesting I, I didn't know that I've always been fascinated with that aspect of it um, we've actually spoken several different times about candle magic um, off the air um, I don't know just just something that's always intrigued me mm-hmm. Believe in the power of three, my friends. Exactly. Which
1: this conversation has uh, actually is a really good prelude to our next portion. I put a poll up on our Happy Underscore Haunting on Instagram. Go follow us there for all the updates. But we did put a poll up earlier last week on if our listeners that the ones that voted on the poll actually believed. In magic. Uh, any form of magic. Witch magic, Wicca magic, uh, 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 Chris Angel. Magic <laughs> in general. Is,
0: I, before you go on, I just no, have, I have to say one, one thing about Chris Angel that cracks me up. Me and a buddy, we were talking about how everyone, every magician of all time, has a, a, a catchphrase, if you will, like abracadabra or. Um, you know, anything shazam. like that, but but Chris Angel just he he, he he's just Shazam. He's made a whole living off of just saying now, <laughs> just now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, who does that I'll now?
1: Tell any uh, story, look, I'll tell I've you, Andy. I'll tell you that that guy that used to the, <laughs> the guy that used to do the infomercials used now a lot, didn't he? Or no, he used BAM.
2: Sham wow. You know, Billy
1: Mays was that it?
0: No. Oh, oh, Billy Mays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's Anyways,
1: in yeah, she's in <laughs> See, he, was, he was casting spells on it, all of you, and you didn't even know how to buy his products. Um, but the poll, actually, and it was a dead heat the entire time. These polls only last for 24 hours. We had quite a few votes on this one. I don't know if it piqued people's interest or not. But believe it or not, fellas, the end result was 50% to 50% uh, wow. believing in it and not believing
0: it. So it was straight down the middle. It was dead even. Man. See, that's a tough one. I, I Wow. That's okay. Up. Okay. Sounds Which like a, brings
1: me to my next... Yes.
2: Oh, go ahead. I'll speak, speak. It's,
0: it's, sir. I was
2: just going to say, it sounds like a, uh, an American political debate. 50-50. Anyway, go on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so, in need. I, th-
1: <laughs> I think we know where... Jeremy stands on this next part, but Chad, my friend, do you, if you were to take this poll, do you believe in
0: some form of magic? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I I don't see why not. I I think that, um... I I use this as a cop-out answer a lot, but there are things in this world that we can't explain and I think this is one of those things. I think that it's highly possible, and I think a lot of it has to do with that untapped potential of the human brain. Mm, okay. Finding ways to manifest itself into reality. Because we only um, know so much, right? We About the human brain. Yeah. I'm not saying it's all strictly that. I, yeah. I think a lot of it comes from nature. I think a lot of it comes from... Maybe somewhere in the afterlife a little bit. Um, but yeah, firm believer.
1: Well, I mean, if we're only using a, a small percentage of our brain, who knows what could actually happen? Maybe that's what it really is. Maybe magic is tapping into a portion of that. Maybe, maybe. that portion of our brain just helps things manifest more whenever they're casting spells. or Maybe I just just like everybody's got magic that, in them.
0: i just like to think that, you know, there, there's... Probably some scientific explanation for things. Um,
2: I like that you said that. Um, not to cut you off, but that's really going to cut into what I was going to say real quick. So, the perfect way for a lot of modern day scientists to explain um, medieval witches and things like that, or witchcraft or things like that, or even modern day witchcraft, is that they were scientists in their own right of their own time that just knew what stones manifest because everything's energy you know energy's never created nor destroyed everything is there and what stones what herbs to be used for potions and medicines they were scientists of their own in their own modern day which is now the medieval times and things so on and so forth so Mm -hmm. that's a good way for listeners who are listening now that look at witchcraft in a wrong eye they were scientists of their own
1: they were, they were uh, ancient scientists. They're, they dressed a hell of a lot cooler than the scientists we have now, oh, yeah. you know. But, <laughs> um, yeah. So, with witchcraft being on the tongue and us moving further down the timeline, I would like to bring up the most well-known form of, or uh, documented parts of witchcraft in the U.S. The Salem Witch Trials, my friends. I am curious on if you two believe that it was actual witches or if you two believe that it was moldy rye bread. Hang on, hang on. Moldy rye bread, family feuds, and
0: cheating wives and husbands,
1: and religious persecution.
0: I... If you want my opinion, I've heard the stories about the moldy rye bread, which is also tied back to the whole uh, werewolf fiasco as well. Uh, a lot of people like to link those two together. Well, make you hallucinate, apparently. Yeah, apparently so. Um,
1: I mean, I'm purposely molding some rye bread in my kitchen I, right now. I, <laughs> test that bad boy.
0: I think it's it's a lot of it, <laughs> Jesus, and test it out. I think a lot of it is uh, mass hysteria um people not truly understanding their surroundings and things that are going on and it caused a lot of panic mm-hmm. um i'm no i'm not saying that nothing ever really went down during that time because i'm sure it did right um but i just think that the mass majority of things were just hysteria right
1: well before and uh, i'm going to let you answer right after this jeremy but before uh, we move on further into it. Let's keep in mind that Salem was a small town at this point in time. Also, they are surrounded by threats, Native Americans that did not want them on their land, uh, because, rightfully because they had been taken. So they had that threat. They also had unknown diseases, animals that they weren't even sure that were out there. Um, I mean, you're in a place that you didn't even think existed, first of all. And you're sitting on the edge of the coast and you don't know what's beyond the woods. So your mind is there to just sit and wonder. And then you start bringing in suspicion. You start bringing in other people's religions, like Tichuba, a slave who was more than likely practicing forms of voodoo because that was her own personal religion. And then you start bringing in people panicking over that. These were, these were, uh, um, what were what was their religion? They were um, Haitian? Huh? No, 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 not Tichib. <laughs> the the uh, the Salem no. uh, residents. Oh, probably Pentecostal
2: or not. No, no, but no, Presbyterian. No, no, no.
1: Protestant?
0: Protestants?
2: Protestants, yeah. Yeah. yeah that,
1: that, exactly. Okay, so yeah, they were very strict religion. And also let's keep in mind that this mass hysteria did spawned from a single family that started placing the blame on several people. And 1692 passed into 1693, and the hysteria began to lose steam. And the whole thing stopped and ended because the governor of the colony of Salem heard that his wife was being accused of witchcraft. And after that, he ordered an end to the trials. But these trials did... Go over into Europe They even uh, started doing Witch trials over there So Jeremy what's your take <clears throat> So Don't give I us believe, the duck
0: comment either <laughs>
1: Well
2: no I believe it was a mixture of both I truly do I believe that there were a little bit of um, Disobedient Attention seeking children And I do believe that There were, because I mean, what was one reason that a lot of people from Europe came over here? Religious freedom. So that was a good golden chance for a lot of witches at the time to be able to come over here and study something that they truly believed in only to get over here and see that, uh, and not hating on any religion, but I guess at that point, if you look at it, that religious freedom was kind of a joke because if it's mainly being ran by one specific religion or two or three, but when it comes to something that they associate with something negative because they just can't understand it, I believe it was all of that. Um, There probably were some people who were angry with their families, uh, kids that were, uh, they heard stories of witches, and there, there were probably some people who did study witchcraft that were not harmful at all, that were punished for just trying to come over here for religious freedom and it was already a very magical land of its own if you look at the native american religion it's i won't say it's necessarily there with witchcraft but it's it's they're similar and it's i don't know the world's a magical place and i just believe that things were misconstrued and there were people wrongfully harmed
1: yeah Uh, i mean there were a total of 24 uh, quote-unquote innocent people that died because of their alleged participation uh, in the dark magic. And uh, so 24 people and also two dogs were even executed due to the suspicion of their involvement in witchcraft. (laughs) Well,
2: with our area and specifically, uh, this could be another episode for another podcast, but the black dogs, so I feel like we can relate to that.
1: That was brought up uh, on our cryptids, right, Chad? Oh, yeah, it was.
2: Was. Okay. We, we,
0: we, we briefly right. mentioned it. Um, yeah. One story that fascinates me the most, and it's something I would love to, to once again dive into at another time. We're running out of time, unfortunately. Um, the Bell Witch. That is probably, in my opinion, one of the most fascinating um, stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if you would agree or disagree with me. No, but no, yeah. It's 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 one of those stories that terrifies me. Like, it literally sends chills up my spine.
1: It is close to where we are. I mean, we could go to Tennessee and dip into the Bell Witch. Oh, it's right I down mean, the road. The,
0: the, yeah. There's, like, they, people have found totems and everything. Like, it's terrifying to me.
1: There's even a notable um, general... Uh, a U.S. general that was passing through at the time because this was a spectacle, the Bell Witch thing was. Good thing you brought that up, Chad. It was a spectacle um, because all this was going on. People from the town were coming into the house just to see if it was even real. And there's a in a, there's only one account that they've got historically of a, U, a United States general passing by through the town, and he stopped by in the house, and in his journal he claimed that she was speaking... Uh, and another like another voice was coming out of the girl, and that she was floating and being flung around a room, if I'm not mistaken, uh, not upon her own volition. And that's the only mention in his journal. And then he moved on and ate cornbread and soup beans.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd be having much of an appetite after seeing something like that. He went, huh.
1: That's pretty cool. Oh, look at that. Look at that.
0: Um, Oh, my God. But.
1: If, oh, go ahead.
2: I was just going to say, if I can, real quick, I would like to, uh, anybody who is listening who has ever been interested and not just like to think of witchcraft is black magic, I would recommend anybody picking up the book called A Witch's Bible, The Complete Witch's Handbook by Janet and Stuart Farrar. It's F-A-R-R-A-R There are no sponsors to this episode I'm just getting them a shout out So you guys can further um, Educate yourself on history
1: Well they're listening, we know that they are Shout out to you um, Big time, Big time. <laughs> But, and, and also everybody There's a difference between a pentagram And a protection star, so please Do not think that everything's a pentagram That's just going to yeah. throw you off Pentagram uh, Satanism Yeah, exactly um, But Something that I wanted to, before we start winding down here, we were talking about Salem and the witch trials. Salem would not be what it is today without the witch trials. And I say that because it is now probably the most prominent Halloween destination in the United States, maybe even the world. And it has influenced it so much. The, The witch's house is still open. The house of the seven gables is there. Um, But not only that The town has reflected so much on it And they've got little uh, headstones in the middle of the town That are tributes to the people who wrongfully died Because of the witch trials Um, It has affected Salem so much that you have Here's all the names, fellas I want your honest opinion on these You've got the Witch City Mall (laughs) You've got the Witch City Walking Tours if you want to hail uh, a taxi to any of these events, you can call for the Witch City Taxi. <laughs> There's a nice That's little a... candle place called the Witch City Wicks. Oh, my
0: God. See, I love it. Shout and out I to them, by the way. They've got
1: fantastic win. candles.
0: Their hockey team has to be the Wicked Witches. Come on.
1: <laughs> it
2: should have been.
0: <laughs> the Warlocks.
1: Um. There is a tattoo parlor in the middle of town, Witch City Inc. Nice. Um. <laughs> There is which city auto cells, which city driving school, the which city laundry and cleaning company, which city builders, which city roofing, the Salem Witch Museum, which city plumbing and heating for whenever magic isn't strong enough to get those turds out of your drain. Um, <laughs> And a place that does photos around the town, uh, or does personal photos for you, and they're called Witch Picks with an X.
0: Jesus Christ. (laughs) Well, I'll say this much, um, if you're listening, sponsor us. Oh, please. We'll be waiting.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Witch City Wicks. We'll, we'll take a sponsor. Oh, and let's not forget about the place that, uh, makes fantastic clam chowder and fantastic subs, uh. The Sand Witch in the middle of... Ah, of, Salem. of course.
0: <laughs> well, it's that time again, fellas. Time to wind it all down. We got five minutes. Ooh. Justin, do you now, have any birthdays lined up for us?
1: Yes, I do, but I want to also... Point at the fact that this is the perfect song because it is now fall, ladies and gentlemen. This is our first episode of actual fall. And it's the season of the witch. Sure yeah. It is.
2: Yeah, so y'all listening, celebrate with a fire this same hang.
1: Yeah, get naked out by the fire and celebrate it the old way.
2: <laughs> Place a plate uh, of food w- by the fire for your dead ones.
1: Watch out for those fairies. Uh... <laughs> I do want to give a shout-out to Stephen King. His birthday was earlier this week, the one and only. I'm doing the We're Not Worthy, Wayne's World bow right now. Aside from that, yesterday we had the Jim Henson birthday. He celebrates it on September 24th. Mr. Henson, wonder why that I'm talking about Mr. Henson? It's because he also did The Dark Crystal, The Labyrinth, and produced the movie The Witches in 1990 along with The Muppets. We have Kelly Joe Minter. Her birthday, September 24th. She starred in The Lost Boys and A Nightmare on Elm Street Five. She her birthday is today. Also, um, also on September 24th is when the movie The Good Son was released in 1993. 2004 was the U.S. release of Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yeah. 1964 was the television premiere of the show The Munsters, but tonight, September 25th, well, wait, that would technically be, yeah, September 25th, 25th. 25th. 25th is Mr. Mark Hamill's birthday, a.k.a. Luke Uh, Scott Walker himself, why am I bringing up Mark Hamill? That's because Mark Hamill was in Wizards. Alfred Hitchcock presents Wizards. He was also in Slipstream. He was also in Sleepwalkers, Body Bags, Village of the Dam, The Outer Limits, Watchers for, and The Night of the Headless Horseman in 1999.
0: Here's a fun fact: He was also roommates with Freddy Krueger, and that he's the reason why he got the part of Luke Skywalker.
1: Now that's okay. fantastic. Is that? Uh mean? it is. Full uh, circle. Chad won't like this one, but especially the (laughs) reference. Today's Will Smith's birthday, and I say that Chad won't like it because the reference that I'm going to pull up is Independence Day, baby. Oh, no. What? No, no. That's right. (laughs) Aliens. Oh, Uh, God. Also, Bridget Wilson-Sampras, she was starring in House on Haunted Hill as well as I Know What You Did last summer, and she was also Sonya Blade in the original Mortal Kombat movie. And the movie releases today, September 25th, 1998. We have that fantastic gem called Urban Legend. 2009, we've got Paranormal Activity. And 2015, the release of The Green
0: Inferno in the US. Ooh, what a movie. Remake of Cannibal Holocaust. Yes. For those who want to know. And I'll never watch it again.
1: Oh and just an honorable mention since we did start off talking about Harry Potter. It is also Hermione Granger's birthday, September nineteenth. We did miss it, but here we are. She was born in nineteen seventy nine. My God, you're old. You're full of shit. Uh, This is fictional.
0: Fictional, guys. Come on. Hermione Granger. (laughs) Anachromatic. Well, people, thanks for listening. Tune in next week, or maybe even sooner. Oh yeah. be keeping it spooky here 365 days a year pick up
1: every You got to pick up every stitch Do rabbits running in large by the moon Oh no Must be the season of